Good morning. Welcome to the Bell and Paul Kluegel Show. Brad Pollock and Bob Leonard in studio today. We talk to you every single week about a personal injury topic. Today, we're going to talk to you about the basics of FMLA, ADA, short-term disability, long-term disability, ERISA, Social Security disability. We're talking to you about the basics of what happens when you get injured and you're out of work or you can't go to work. And how do you save your job? How do you get income? What do you do? Uh, We've talked about it before. We are Bell and Pollock. We are personal injury lawyers. We've talked to you about personal injury matters uh, every single week. We've been doing this show for the last 10, 15 years, uh, making sure that we educate you on what goes on. I know, I know, I know you see a lot of commercials and you're inundated anymore with lawyer ads and lawyer commercials. They're all over the place. Everybody talking about come see us and talking to you about, about the, the fact they can make, get all sorts of money for you. We've talked about it before. We've talked about the, the necessities of certain basics before any money can be obtained. Uh, there has to be negligence on the part of a driver. That driver has to have caused your injuries. You have to have a mechanism of injury. After you go through all that, you still have to see where the money is. Uh, getting verdicts for millions of dollars is not is not going to help you if there's no insurance money or assets to collect on. Um, we've talked about many times, Bell and Pollock, you come to us, you talk to us, we'll give you a legal game plan. If you've been hurt, if you have a loved one who's been hurt, we'll give you a legal game plan. We'll talk to you about what happens. Yes, of course, the initial consultation is free. Uh, Every personal injury law firm, the initial consultation is free. And basically, you don't pay cash for any of the consultations. Lawyers, personal injury lawyers get paid on a percentage basis. So you're going to get a percentage. You're going to be paying a percentage. If you don't hire the lawyers, you don't get charged. If you have a personal injury lawyer who charges you, for a consultation because you haven't hired them. You probably don't want them for your lawyers at all. We've talked to you about, yes, we have 24-7 answering service. Our our answering service will page lawyers to talk to you. Uh, We've talked to you about the fact that when you're out at the crash, there's really, you shouldn't be picking up the phone and calling a lawyer. You should be taking care of the crash, taking care of your loved ones, taking care of yourself, taking care of the necessities. We have accident packages. We'll send you an accident package. Contact us. BellPollock.com, ChampionsOfThePeople.com, 303-795-5900. It's, a, it's an envelope. It, you can hold your, your, your registration and your insurance in it. You can keep it in your car. If you're in an accident, there's different parts you can look at to see what to do. You can call us at a reasonable time. If and when you call us, you're going to talk to and you're going to be able to meet with a lawyer. A lot of firms do want investigators to come meet with you right away. Those, the investigator's job is to sign you up. That's the investigator's job. If the investigator comes and gives you legal advice, probably not allowed to do it. They're practicing law. They're not a lawyer. So, you, you know, when they say, let us send our investigator out to meet with you, the investigator's coming to get you signed up. And, you know, maybe you might want to talk to the lawyer before you get signed up. Maybe you might want to talk to the lawyer before the paralegal signs you up and you don't get to talk to a lawyer. And you want to talk to a lawyer and it doesn't make sense. If you sit down with a lawyer and, you know, all law- good personal injury lawyers are going to encourage you to make sure you meet with and you carry out your medical requirements. 
the doctors and the people who are there. But if you get a lawyer who wants to run up your medical bills for no reason, no good reason except for a bigger settlement, just to run up your medical bills, you probably want to think about a different lawyer. So, Bob, you know how you're doing today. Doing great, Brad. One other thing, you know, people always talk about, is there a magic formula of my case is worth or is it three times the medicals or, you know, there, there is no magic formula. Every case is, every person is individual. Every case is different. And we can't compare one case to another case. I mean, people all the time say, hey, my brother went to an attorney. He got X dollars. How come I'm not getting the same amount? Your case is different. Your, your, your injuries are different. You heal differently. It's, you're a different person. Uh, that's right. And that's why when, when you hear this, oh, we got this much millions and we got this much thousands and this much thousands, we've talked about it. Where's the money? Okay, is the, if the money's there, the lawyer's going to go after it, but then where's the injuries? And do you have the injuries? Do, you, you've got to understand the anatomy of a case. And we've been spending 15 years talking to you every single Sunday morning trying to explain that to you. We put it on our, on our, on our websites. We talk to you about it. We try and keep you advised and, and informed of what's going on. You can reach us at bellpollock.com, championsofthepeople.com, or 303 795-5900. Now, you get in a crash and you hurt. And now it's going to affect your 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 ability to work. It's going to affect your ability to work in, in a number of different ways. Maybe it's going to make you slower. Maybe you're going to need accommodations. Maybe you can't show up to work. Maybe you can't work as long. And the question is, is what protections do you have? And when we go into these protections, we talk about different things that are available to you. Uh, unfortunately, there's no golden pot of or big pot of gold there that everybody can draw out of and pay you for the time you miss from work. That doesn't happen. Uh, the, even litigation loans don't provide that kind of money. And a lot of times uh, litigation loans are so expensive that it's almost impossible to be able to afford them and be able to carry out your case and have a decent case. Uh, a number of the litigation lending institutions are, are in essence outlawed in this state after it was looked at as far as their lending practices. So we start talking about what happens. And one of the first things you want to know is, is when this happens, you probably want to get the, 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 the papers you got, the orientation papers you got when you were employed by your employer, or you want to sit down with your HR, or you want to talk to them about FMLA and ADA. And, and Bob, I'll let you explain what FMLA is. Well, I just want to say one other thing. You know, I can't tell you how many times a client comes in and say, tells me, oh, the insurance company said they're going to pay all my bills. They're not going to pay on your bills. They're not going to pay your bills until the case settles. So at that point, you are on your own and you have the responsibility to take care of yourself. And the first place we want you to go to would be talk to your your HR person to find out what benefits are available to you through your, your business, um, through the company you work for. Yeah, now, some law firms won't touch this. Some law firms will refer you to other other lawyers who do this kind of work, outside lawyers, and you've got to figure out how to pay them, or the law firm has to make a deal with them. Um, and other law firms will deal with this. But when you first thing you want to do is you want to understand what your FMLA and your ADA leave requirements or rules are or availability is versus your short-term and your long-term disability versus your PTO or any kind of any kind of banking that you have of uh, your your vacation and sick leave over the years. There's three different pots you're dealing with right there. And one really isn't a pot because FMLA and ADA, Bob, they really they're that that's not money there. 
No, that's not income replacement. That's that just your your employer, if you file FMLA, has to hold your job for up to twelve weeks. So if you can't come to work, maybe you're missing a lot of work because you know you're trying to treat your illness uh, or from the injury. What you need to be do- doing is going to your again going to your HR to find out about FMLA. It's a program, government program, where they it's not an income replacement. There's no income, but if you have to leave the job for a extended period of time for to heal. They're going to save your job and leave it open for you when you come back. So it's called the Family Medical Leave Act. It's it 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 you it has to be part. It's not required of all employers, and for you to even qualify, you have to be in your job for at least twelve months, and you have to have worked at least one thousand two hundred and fifty hours during that twelve month period. It's got to be a covered employer. It's got to be a company with fifty or more employees within seventy five miles. So at that point, and, and by the way, there are special rules for certain governmental or, or quasi-governmental entities such as schools. Uh, there are other rules. But uh, so the first thing is, does your company have FMLA? Uh, because it may not be required. If it doesn't have, if it's not required, you've got to talk to your people. You've got to talk to the HR. You've got to talk to the boss, the owner, the office manager, whoever it is, to find out, look, it's not a question if I'm going to get paid, but for I'm going to have I'm going to have to have 12 weeks off or five weeks off or to overcome this injury, or I might need intermittent time off. And intermittent time off is exactly what we're talking about. Up to 12 weeks, it can be intermittent to up to 12 weeks. But the the FMLA Act says if if the employer is required to to honor it, the employer has to keep your position available for you. And it's not, you know, when you're off work, they may continue to evaluate your situation, get letters, information from doctors to see if you qualify or continue to qualify. Everything we talk about today is going to be requiring regular and consistent recertification that you qualify and you qualify again, you qualify again. Now, FMLA may save your job. It may keep your job there, but it's not going to pay you. ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act, it may get you some type of accommodations. It may get you some kind of protections. It may do certain things for you, but it's not going to pay you. And you've got to remember those situations because when we're dealing with those different those different areas, the first thing is, is saving the job. Without a job, you will have no income. So uh, let's say you do apply for ADA and you're off work. The next thing to figure out, how, how am I going to replace them with income? And That's hopefully right. you've been smart enough or your corp- you work for a business that has some, you know, either short-term disability plan or long-term disability plan. And, and if you've used up all your PTO, uh, you know, at least you've got a job waiting for you. The FMLA does not require payment to you of any kind of wages. You've, it holds your job so you can get back to it. If you've used up all your PTO and your employer makes you use it up, that may be something that you have to do. But at least you've got an income off of that. Now you're waiting to find out how you're going to get some money. And we're going to talk to you on the other side about that. You're listening to the Bell and Polk Legal Show. Brad Pollock, Bob Leonard in studio. You can reach us at 303-795-5900, bellpollock.com or championsofthepeople.com. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. 
Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys and this is your legal minute. Today we're talking about drunk drivers and punitive damages. What are punitive damages, by the way? How do they help you? Can they help you? Punitive damages exist by statute in Colorado. They're there to punish the wrongdoer for intentional, reckless, wrongful, wanton acts. Drunk driving is one of those reckless acts. You can obtain punitive damages against drunk drivers, and that puts additional legal, legitimate pressure on the insurance company for the drunk driver to pay you your complete, legitimate money for your injuries and damages and losses. Do not let them get away with it. Make sure you can prove the driver was drunk. Call the police. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Welcome back to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Brad Pollock and Bob Leonard in the studio today. We're talking to you about what happens when your job's in jeopardy or when you lose your income as a result of a car crash. We've talked to you many times about the fact that when when you're out driving, that's the most dangerous thing you do. I, I can't I just I, I I can't believe how many times I wake up in the morning and the first thing I met with when I look at the news is somebody's been in a crash. Somebody's been hurt. Somebody's been killed. There's been uh, crashes that you think, oh man, those are significant injuries. They close down the highways. They cause a great deal of problem for people in their lives when they're the victim of a crash because people are negligent. I've talked about how, how often this is the most dangerous thing you do when you're out there driving. Why is it the most dangerous thing? Because you are putting yourself subject to a lot of people who aren't paying attention. You may have a temporary lapse. You may not be paying attention. That's a different story. But you also are putting yourself at, at danger. You have your children out there at danger. You have your spouses out there at danger. You have your parents out there at danger. There's so many people. And it's it's obviously something we accept and it's just run of the mill. You get in your car and you drive and you don't really think about it. But this kind of safety, this kind of situation is so important. It's important that you understand what's happening. And we at Bell and Pollock understand these situations. We've been talking to you for 15 years, every single Sunday morning, to discuss with you what goes on and what happens in a car crash. You're listening to Bell and Pollock. We are. We can be reached at 303-795-5900 at championsofthepeople.com, or you can reach us at bellpollock.com. We will take care of, we will handle your personal injury case. When you come in to see us, we'll give you a legal game plan. We'll talk to you about the different factors in your case. Now, at the beginning of this show, we talked to you about FMLA and ADA. And we, we discussed about those being places where you look at to get accommodations to help you be able to carry out your work or uh, uh, reasonable accommodations or how you can get time off if that's available. If it's not available, if FMLA is not available, then you got to talk to your employer to how you can get time off from work to take care of your injuries and still maintain your job. We've talked about the fact that doesn't pay you any money. That doesn't pay you any money at all. And a lot of times you're going to have to use up your your paid time off or any of your any of whatever may be the way your time off as far as sick leave and vacation leave, however it might be defined in your company, you've got to talk about whether or not you're going to get that paid and whether you can take that off. Um, sometimes without notice because you're hurt. You don't have a lot of notice. 
And if you run out, then we need to consider other options. You know, we talk about there's the private option, which is with the short-term disability, long-term ability plans. They may have that's sponsored by an insurance company uh, through your employer. But if you're disabled on one of these plans, either short-term or long-term disability, it's the company, it's the insurance companies that determines whether or not you're disabled. And they, during the time you're disabled, they're going to continue one, one evaluation to see if you still qualify. So the short-term disability, just like it says, maybe three to six months. If you have a long-term disability plan, it may not kick in for 180 days or after the injury. So these have elimination periods. Okay, so what's going to happen? You're going to go and you're going to talk to your employer. And maybe there's an ERISA plan, some kind of retirement plan. If there's an ERISA plan, and it, we, we call those employee retirement plans, okay? And, and they're usually very well, very well governed. There's, there, there's a, a lot to an ERISA plan. You've got to get the paperwork. And normally, there's going to be some kind of summary plan description that you can get. Now, you're a lawyer, can ask for those also. You've got to look for it and see if ERISA is available. A lot of times, all ERISA is really going to do is pay some of your medical bills. And it's not going to pay your, your, your lost income. So then you're looking at, as Bob said, short-term and long-term disability. Now, all of you that are driving out there and all of you that are listening to this show at home and, and wherever else you might be, think about it. Do you have short-term disability? Do you have long-term disability? Have you looked at what the qualifications are, if you have it, to be able to collect on it and what you have to do? Now, start thinking. You know, we've talked about insurances before. Sometimes short-term and long-term disability Sometimes those policies are not worth it. Uh, I, I've, I've said to you many, many times, you want to make sure you have med pay. You want to make sure you have uninsured motors. You want to make sure you have underinsured motors. You want to make sure you have as much car insurance as you can get. I, I, have, I have never talked to you about short-term and long-term disability. And I can't say that every policy under short-term or long-term disability is a good policy. I can't say you should necessarily have it because I've seen many times where we've tried to collect on short-term or long-term disability, and we've run into nothing but problems from the insurance companies. And a lot of times you have to qualify, you know, if, if you can do any kind of job, maybe not your own job, it's going to be in a situation where they won't, they won't pay, pay you because you haven't met the strict guidelines or strict requirements of the, of the contract, which identifies the kind of work you can do. So you need to look at the short-term and long-term disability policies you have. If, if you don't have ones, maybe you want to look and see what's out there and get an idea. But you need to look and you need to examine those disability policies because those disability policies are, are very, very difficult times to qualify and they really don't give you anything. You may, a lot of times when you're doing it, you want to look up and see how often the, co the company is really paying, you know, find out what their ratings are and if they really do pay. Short-term and long-term disability companies, when they refuse to pay based on what they may say are their factors, they're not subject to a lot of the good, uh, bad faith laws that are out there. They're not subject to a lot of the different procedures that are in that have had to be put in place to protect you against your own car insurance companies who well, we've had to go get laws put into place to protect us against our, our own ins car insurance companies that hasn't reached out and, and, and governed over short term and long term disability policies. Um, probably because there's not as many and they're not called into place as often and they have a lot of their own say on what they want to do. But you want to be able to see if you have it and if you don't have it, you might want to consider it because this may be the only place that you get money 
if you've been hurt in a crash, that you get regular payment of money to survive to the end where hopefully you do get a a bundle of money to be able to pay your bills and to be able to pay for your lost income and your lost wages. It may be the only time. Otherwise, you can be sitting there waiting and it can be a one, two, three year process. It can be three years, four years before you're seeing the cash from the incidents you've reached from, from the crash you've been in. And it's not going to pay 100%. Usually there's 60% or some smaller you know, amount than what you're getting. So it's not a dollar for dollar payment when you're on, on these long-term plans. Now, you also want to be able to look at the SSDI and SSI. And when I say those, I wonder how many of you are really understanding what I mean when I say SSDI and SSI. And we're going we're gonna to talk about it a little bit. You're talking about Social Security Disability Insurance, Social Security Disability Insurance, and Supplemental Security Income. Supplemental Security Income. These are government-run run agencies. These are the government that you're now looking to try and help you get through this rough time. And Bob, when we talk SSDI, there are certain qualifications that have to be met on that. Sure. Well, the first we talk about SSDI, it's available to those people who have earned enough work credits or paid enough into the system on a sufficient, you know, they have to pay it in a certain amount of money over a certain period of time. So that's when you, when you get your paycheck and you notice they take out money for Social Security Disability. Those the, These dollars are being used to... Uh, supplement and pay the SSDI claims. Now, I would like all of you, obviously, if you're driving, you can't write this down, but I would like all of you to, to, to take a minute to go to your computer when you get a chance and look and view your statement online. It's at, it's at www.ssa.gov slash or backslash my account. That's www.ssa.gov backslash my account. That's going to give you an idea of if you were disabled, Social Security Disability Income, and if you could qualify, you still have to qualify, that's going to give you an idea of what kind of money might be available to you so long as you're meeting that qualification process, so as long as you're eligible. It's going to take going through a system. It's going to take going through a fight. You're going to want to get specialized lawyers who deal in that to see what might be available for you. And But that's the kind of benefits uh, the amount that will be in, the benefits that are granted to you. That's what's available. That's only available if you've, if you've gotten enough credits. You may not have enough credits. If you do have enough credits, you've got to look at it. Then you've got SSI. And SSI is Supplemental Security Income. And Bob, that's completely different. You know, that's available to people who are disabled or very poor. So if your client is single and possesses less than $2,000 in assets, they may be eligible for SSI. You can also be eligible for both, but SSDI is for people that have paid in sufficiently to earn these benefits. SSI is for people that have not paid in or can't afford to pay in or are very poor. Now, now, SSI, you have to meet a qualification. You must have a physical and or mental condition that renders you unable to participate in any substantial gainful activity. And it can take quite a bit of time. It can take over a year. For you to qualify under SSI. Now, you might get back pay after what, once you qualify, but it could take over a year. So, once again, you're looking at how do I support myself for this year? How do I, make, how do I keep myself in, in good standing with my loans? And how do I keep myself even in my house? And these are problems that are faced 
if you don't have certain insurances that are going to kick in, if you don't have any savings, if you don't have any flow of income, if you don't have anything available to you, you're looking at relatives, you're looking at selling your home, you're looking at moving out, you're looking at living off the equity in your home while you move into apartment. These are all the devastating effects that happens in a crash. And that's why if you've been one in one, you got to contact us at bellpollock.com championsofthepeople.com at 303-795-5900. Brad Pollock, Bob Leonard, Gary Bell, Rob Brovage. We've got a number of lawyers in our office. Give us a call and talk to us if you've been hurt in a crash. We want to help you. We'll give you a legal game plan. We'll figure out a lot of this with you and we'll discuss what's available to you. You've been listening to Bell and Pollock Legal Show. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. Today, we're talking about the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster for the at-fault party. Do you know what to do? Do you know what to say? Do you know what you should do? Do you know what you shouldn't do? You don't. You know, for that instance, in that situation, the insurance adjuster, that's an ordinary day and event for him or her. It's not an ordinary day or event for you. You need to understand your rights. You need a legal game plan. You need it laid out for you in a free initial consultation. At Bell & Pollock, that's what we do. That's what we can do for you. A game plan for the way the accident happened. A legal game plan for your injuries, damages, and losses to prove them. Bell & Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell & Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Welcome back to the Bell and Paul Legal Show. Brad Polk and Bob Leonard in the studio. Today, we have talked to you about the devastating effects of a crash that causes, if it causes you to lose time from work or to lose income from work or not to be able to work at all. And we've seen these devastating effects. And a lot of times there's no good answer that's just trying to work through it. And it's important that you get on it early with your lawyer. It's important you get on it early if these things are happening. Don't plan on the insurance company from the other side or even your own insurance company helping you with this lost income and helping you with these lost, this lost money. Bobby, it's, it, it's a very difficult process. Brad, you got to have a plan. So if you're hurt in an automobile accident, you know, first thing I would do is check and see what resources are available to you. Go talk to your employer, find out what kind of plans they may have, you know, find out how much PTO time you have to, to, to uh, protect, you know, that you can spend down, to keep you, keep you going. But talk to your employer. Maybe they have short-term or long-term disability plans. Talk to them about the FMLA to protect your job. And, you know, as a last resort, you know, check into Social Security Disability Income, uh, SSDI, or and see what's available to you. Because, you know, the insurance companies aren't going to protect you. They always tell you they're going to pay the bills. But it's up to you. You need to be the steward of your own uh, care and your own income. And, uh, you know, look and see what, what's available to you before early on before it's too late. 
We are bellandpollock.com. We are the champions of the people. You can contact us at champions of the people. Look it up. Google is right there, championsofthepeople.com. Look at our interactive website. Work with it. Give us a call, 303-795-5900. You were your personal injury attorneys. We will represent you and get you a legal game plan. Please come see us if you've been hurt or if you have loved ones hurt in a car crash. And we'll see you next week to talk about another personal injury topic.